Good morning. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by DrFloyd.com. Even though they are traveling through time and space, Dr. Floyd and his crew have been keeping track of exactly how long they've been away from their own time period. Dr. Grant and Chips are bustling around, busying themselves with the job of decorating for their favorite holiday, which they will celebrate tomorrow, National Learning Day. Gee, Chips, I can't wait. Tomorrow is National Learning Day, a day to celebrate everything that's good about learning. I'm so excited to give Dr. Floyd the present I bought for him. (laughs) No, I didn't buy him a hat. It's hard to get hats that small. Don't I know it. You know how he has that special set of encyclopedias? Well, I threw out those big heavy dusty things and got him a handheld device that has the entire contents of those encyclopedias and more on it. Now he can take them with him wherever he goes. <laughs> yes, I also got something special for you too, Chips. But you'll just have to wait till tomorrow. Just then, Dr. Floyd enters the bridge and notices all the decorations. Dr. Grant, why in Tarnation are there pictures of famous philosophers, scientists, mathematicians, and researchers all over the bridge? And what are the streamers and balloons for? Oh, come on, Dr. Floyd. Don't you know what tomorrow is? Is it National Annoy the Pants off Dr. Floyd by hanging up pictures all over the bridge day? Hmm, maybe it is. I'll have to check my calendar. But it's also National Learning Day. National Learning Day? Bah humbug! <gasps> Dr. Floyd, learning is not humbug. Learning is very important. It is indeed humbug, Dr. Grant. I have been the world's most brilliant scientist for many, many years now. I know everything there is to know, including the fact that I know everything. Isn't that ironic? Dr. Floyd, no one ever stops learning. Humbug! Humbug, I say, and I'll say it again. Humbug! Now take down these infernal decorations. But, Dr. Floyd... No buts, Dr. Grant. Take them down. Dr. Grant and Chips reluctantly start removing the decorations from the ship's bridge. The rest of the day, they spend completing their duties on the ship, and by the time it's time to go to sleep, everyone is in a lousy mood. Dr. Floyd retreats to the lounge to relax and work on his memoirs a bit. At 11 o'clock, he starts to doze off until he's awakened by a strange noise. Floyd. No. Five more minutes, Mommy. Floyd. Uh-huh. Who's that? Who's there? Dr. Grant, is that you? Dr. Floyd. Ah! Quit it! You're scaring the dickens out of me! Who are you? What do you want? Just then, a ghostly white figure appears in front of Dr. Floyd. He is a tall man with a pith helmet on his head and glasses. He wears a khaki vest and is floating a few feet above the floor of the ship. He is wrapped in several strands of iron chain. Answer me! Who are you? Has it really been that long, Dr. Floyd? Have you forgotten me so soon? Well, you look a little bit like Dr. Doug. He was kind of pasty white like you, but you can't be him. I am. I am Dr. Doug, your long-lost protege. And I was allergic to the sun, that's why. You must be dreaming, that's all. This is just a bad dream brought on by too many Mountain Dews before bed. Yep, that's it. Just a little dreamy-weemy. I am not a dream, Dr. Floyd. I'm very much real. I have come because you have forsaken learning. Learning? Bah humbug! What the bejeebus was that? You can't have lightning and thunder in a time and space stream. There's no atmosphere. Lloyd, do not fall into the same traps I did. Traps? Is that what those chains are about? Yes. When I left the Dr. Floyd Institute of Technology all those many years ago, I felt I had learned enough. I went through my days carefree and light. But then those chains appeared. These are the chains of ignorance. Each link is a piece of all the knowledge that I used to know. But once I stopped learning, I started forgetting. Or something like that. I'm not really the expert on afterlife torture. I'm just a participant. But I'm the world's most brilliant scientist. My intellect is far superior to anyone else's. Enough! Tonight, you shall be visited by three spirits. The first shall arrive at midnight. Oh, great. 
Well, I'll set out some cookies for him. You jest, but soon you will see. Do not let the chains of ignorance take hold of your soul. Beware the chains. Beware. And don't forget the cookies. Chocolate chip is always good. And with that, the spirit of Dr. Duck was gone. Dr. Floyd sat for a few moments, watching the spot where Dr. Duck disappeared. He then got up and shuffled off to bed. Dr. Floyd had only been asleep for a few moments when the clock on the bridge began to strike 12. Asleep in his canopy bed, Dr. Floyd is unaware of a small light that has started glowing above him. The light starts growing brighter and brighter until it is blinding, and this is what finally wakes Dr. Floyd from his slumber. What in tarnation is going on? Who turned on that light? Floyd, Floyd, awaken so that you may see. See? How am I supposed to see with that dead, blamed light in my eyes? Oh, I'm sorry. Shall I turn it down? There. Lloyd, are you ready for your journey? Journey? Journey where? Who are you? I'm the ghost of learning past, here to show you the learning in your past. Take my hand and we shall go. Yeah, how about you go by yourself? I need the seat. Take my hand! Okay, okay. As Dr. Floyd takes the spirit's hand, the room begins to swirl around him, and suddenly they are standing in the middle of an icy field in front of a small hut several years in the past. Why, it's not possible! Spirit, what kind of trickery is this? You recognize this place? Yes, it's the hut I grew up in many years ago. It is? And do you recognize that boy? A small boy with glasses and a large head comes running through the field. Why, it's me! Mama, Papa! Look at me! I'm not a day over eight! <laughs> and look at my big, beautiful head! Dr. Floyd's parents come out of the hut and embrace the young Dr. Floyd. Mama, Papa, do you know what day it is today? Why, I do believe it is National Learning Day, is it not, young Master Floyd? It is. It is the greatest day in all the world. A day for all to celebrate learning. And we have a little surprise for you, Floyd. Mr. and Mrs. Floyd produce a large, heavy box and set it down in front of the young Dr. Floyd, who immediately tears it open. Why, Mama, Papa, it's a set of encyclopedias. I'm the luckiest boy in the world. Look at how excited you were, Floyd. Look at how learning inspired you, sir. I still have those encyclopedias. They're my favorite possession. I just don't know what I'd do if I lost them. Ah, yes, well. Well, maybe you shouldn't get too attached to inanimate objects. Just a suggestion. As Dr. Floyd reminisces, the scene fades away. Now Dr. Floyd and the Ghost of Learning Past are standing in front of a large ivy-covered building. A banner hangs above the door saying, Junior High Learning Day Dance. By Jove, it's Fezziwig Middle School. This is my old school. Just then, at junior high school age, Dr. Floyd comes rushing out the door. There I am. Look at how strapping I was as a boy. Do you remember this evening? Why, this was the evening I was voted most likely to become the world's most brilliant scientist. Dr. Floyd is then followed out of the door by a girl with pigtails. Well, I'll be. It's Rebecca. McGillicuddy, my junior high sweetheart. The girl slowly walks over to the young Dr. Floyd. Floyd, I just wanted to say congratulations. Gosh, thanks, Rebecca. You are so smart and I really admire that. I was wondering if maybe next week we could be lab partners in chemistry. The young Dr. Floyd's face turns a bright red, as does the older Dr. Floyd's face. Just then, three boys creep out the door and start making snowballs behind Dr. Floyd and Rebecca. Well, gee, I'd love to be your lab partner. Ow, my eye! Come on, smart guy. Why don't you find a way to stop these snowballs? Yeah. Come on, Mr. Learning Day Pants. Can't you think of a way to keep from getting hit? The only way he could prevent that head from being hit would be to invent a head shrinking device. Leave him alone. Look, he has to have a girl protect him. <laughs> <laughs> the young Dr. Floyd runs off into the darkness. I hate you guys. And because of you, I'm gonna build a head shrinking device. <laughs> As Dr. Floyd watches this scene play out, tears come to his eyes. Spirit, please, I cannot take any more of this. Please take me back home. So be it. We shall go. But remember well, Floyd, the part learning has played in your past. The scene begins to fade and Dr. Floyd soon finds himself back in his bed. He's breathing heavy and sweating. It, it wasn't real. It was only a dream. Oh, good. Now I can just go right back to being cynical about learning again. What a relief. Ah, CP time. It was all just a dream. Dr. Floyd drifts off to sleep as the clock ticks closer to the top of the hour. What will the next spirit show, Dr. Floyd? Will his learning heart and heart soften? Will we get in trouble for ripping off Charles Dickens? Find out next week on the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Oh.